attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Creepos, welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. Excelsior, true believers. My name is Vinny. I'm your host. And joining me today is everybody's pal, the guy we all love to hate. It's hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulina? Love to hate. I'm a, I'm a likable boy, Vinny. How dare you? I mean, I don't get the votes that you get. Obviously, I'm not as popular as you are. Well, you're very popular on, on WATP. Over there, I'm Chop Liver. Over here, this is where I rule the roost. Yeah, I guess so. It's going to be a very good show. Jess, our results girl, is supposed to be here, but she's not. That's odd. I thought so, too. She's so, usually pretty punctual. That yeah, Jess. agreed. But Well, then uh, I guess uh, the results don't count because we need an official no, tally no. from our official results girl. I'm looking it up right now. So I'll tell you what, Vinny. I'll tell you what we'll do. No, it's all right. I'll just look it up. Let's just use this week as the rubber match. Why Let's would just I just do that? No, this Carl. is game point today. There will be no spinning of the wheel today. Not have, I swear to God, if I find out you fucking not pay Jess results. not to show up just so you could get this scam over. Hold on. I'm looking up the official results, Carl. Oh, I don't think we need to do that, Vinny. I'm going to check them just to be sure. I don't think we need to do that. I think we should because really I think the people Super Chat Monday. I think people today. want to see what happened from last week's results. Yeah. Is yeah. What do you think's going on? Yeah. Where'd they go? Yeah, I, guess, here I guess they don't exist. That's too bad. Where the fuck did they go? Is it gone? Is the thread gone? You know, I do have admin over that page. I can just take down a thread if I want to. Why did I never think of that before? I'm too nice of a person, Vinny. You don't deserve me. You don't deserve me as a co-host. I'm too honest. Where the fuck do the results too go, Carl? Nice. Oh, here it is. Jesus, Vinny, oh. what is going on over there? Just doesn't show up and you're having a, a total meltdown. No, I'm okay again because the results are I won. You've become so reliant. <laughs> You're spinning the wheel, bitch. The uh, final tally, 96 to 85. You won by 11 votes, Vinny. That's fine. Congratulations. 11 you, glorious You win this round votes. five to four, which means in this podcast, because it is a contest, I now have to spin the dreaded wheel of consequences. And people might think, oh, what, what Carl has three consequences he has to do now because he's behind? No, because yesterday I went to church how did it go? I brought this back with me just to make sure that you knew, but I also sent videos over to you and pictures. Yeah. Listen, all the stuff you send me, anybody could have taken. This is like one of those situ situations where there was no footage of you actually in the church talking or doing anything inside of it. Yeah. I think that's kind of rude to do, right? Just to be talking. No, I mean, they're, they're actually you're in there for a consequence. I actually Carl, did send you footage of me in the church and a selfie with my friend Lottie and I sitting not in the, the pews but in the audience this is a sweet mega church and there's smoke machines and a light show and the band comes out and all these singers come out one of them's a little pitchy but the band's pretty good there was this one thing they're, they're playing this latin song 
and everyone they're trying to get everyone clapping along with it like enrique iglesias yeah it was like half in spanish and everything it's okay. a very all-inclusive uh church mega church that i went to and uh, so everyone's clapping along but the drummer is like trying to show off so you know like when you're when everyone's trying to clap to a beat you can't just be playing fills the whole time sure because sure. no one could figure out where the upbeat was because he's just sitting there like rocking out like oh, this guy's an idiot but um so the it started out exciting well let me ask you this question yes you if you had to rate the band on a scale of one to ten well i mean it's not my style of music okay it's not something i would like to go see but you said they were pretty good they were pretty good they're all right you know what they didn't have though what's that this was a weird thing so they have uh piano slash keyboards and then you have drummer and uh electric guitarist and another guy who sings sometimes grabs an acoustic guitar no bass player and all i was thinking was should i audition for this band because how fucking cool would that be send them andy they'd take them yeah that's true that's true I'm a better bass player than Andy, though. I was trying to hook him up. <laughs> I was trying to hook him up with a good bass player. Are you, like, all Christian now? What happened? Here's what happened, Benny. It's very exciting. Everyone's standing up. Everyone's dancing, rocking out, clapping along. We get, like, three numbers from the band to start things off. I've never seen this before. I look back. It's all state-of-the-art. They have big, giant video boards, you know, like I said, light show and everything. And so I look back at the sound booth. We're sitting next to it. And the people behind the sound booth are dancing their asses off. I've never seen that before. Every show I ever go to, the sound guy is miserable, wants nothing to do with being part of the show, hates the band. These people are just rocking out. They're having so much fun. And so after all that, and, and that dies down, out comes Pastor Josh. And Pastor Josh loves the sound of Josh's voice. Wow. He goes, <laughs> I do not. Dude, you want to talk about running the light? This guy even said 45 minutes in, he goes, look, I know we're going over, but I still have a bunch of stuff to get to here. The band is coming up on stage and trying to kind of politely like, hey, you know, they're trying to play him off. Yes, because literally like the piano player gets up there and he's just kind of like playing some chords quietly. The guitarist is up there tuning his guitar. The drummer finally comes up and he's sitting behind the kit. So this guy just keeps going on and on and on. And it was like this veering, wandering lecture that he gave us. About what? Well, it started off with like this weird biblical history lesson from the Old Testament and talking about how the Jewish people were slaves in Egypt 400 years. And then Moses comes around and they follow Moses. And the the funny part was he was talking about how he parted the Red Sea. Sure. And he goes, and if you were there when you witnessed Moses part the Red Sea, that's a memory that would have stuck with you for the rest of your life. Oh. And I'm sitting there going, does this guy think this is real? I think it's like just symbolic. These these stories from the Bible it didn't like no work. Carl. You were surrounded with a room full of dancing people who believe that was absolutely. They think that somebody real. actually was able to use the force back in those days. Yeah, and part the Red Sea. Correct. Yeah, then he uses lightsaber to get. So then he's going through this whole history lesson of King Solomon and and like you know Israel and all this stuff, and people are tuned out. And it's so funny because twenty minutes in, he finally gets to, and then Jesus, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Hey, man, Jesus!" Like, yeah, that's just talking about Jesus. That's why people come here. We don't want an Old Testament uh, history lesson. It's like a run-in. It's like a WWE run-in, like the mu- Jesus music hits. Yes, and then there was <laughs> Jesus. Everyone gets to their feet. Woo, Jesus! So we were there for okay. an hour, hour and 25 minutes, and then um, the band started up again, and my friend Lottie and I are like, all right, let's get out of here. But You I, left early? I did. You got to go again. Oh, yeah, you right. left early. You can't not allowed to leave early. I, you have I, to stay, stay until they say you're dismissed, sir. That's not true. Yes, it is. Um, so then, okay, Penny, 
Shut the fuck up. No. I so that, all, right, all right. All right. Yeah, I get it. So then um, I did get to play on the, the jungle gym a little bit. And there's a video of me going down a slide you may or may not see someday when we were playing after church. So that was fun. Um, but I will say this. So overall, uh, I learned a lot about Jesus, which was great. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy. Very yep, famous. I've heard some things. And uh, I'm still probably leaning more towards Scientology. I still kind of like what they have to say a little bit better than what the Christians are Does saying. Does the Scientologists have as good of a band? That's a good question. They have better actors. They probably <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> they probably had a better, more steady drummer, yeah. not a showboat. Right. Yeah. Got Scientologists it. understand you want people to clap around along with the beat. By the way, we do have a super chat that came in from Dela. Let's go hit it. Thank you, Dela. That's two bucks. Place this in the pizza fund for super chat Monday. All right. That thank won't you, even pay for the pepperoni on one of the slices of pizza that Vinny eats, but thank you very much for that. We always appreciate it. Nonetheless. That's very kind. So do you feel any different? Do you feel any better about yourself? You know, it's interesting because I was actually really psyched to do this. I like I've said, I, I grew up atheist. I'm not a church going guy. I don't really have an experience with that. So uh, my friend uh, Lottie was excited to go too. And uh, it started out like we got there early. I don't know why. I don't know why I was like so concerned about getting there early. Yeah, good seats. So yeah, I wanted to get good seats, I guess. And people roll in there late. It, it was bizarre. It was like half full when it started. And then all of a sudden it filled up. And um, you know what that is? People feel obligated and they don't really want to be there. So they get there. Yeah, wait the, a moment the beginning's possible. the best part, though, Vinny, because it starts with all the, the fun stuff and everyone's dancing and rocking out. And then it gets into like the really boring stuff. And I wasn't expecting it to be that boring. What to be honest with you. did I, they pass the plate around? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I donated money. Actually, I shouldn't say I donated money. A guy named Vinny Paulino gave that money. <laughs> so you might be getting a phone call at some point. Uh, wondering if you're going to be giving more money in the future, or maybe thanking you or something. I don't know. You better not have put my name on any church's I registry. I, I certainly did, sir. They give you little envelopes at every uh, seat where you can put in money or a check, or you can fill it out with your credit card stuff. And they ask you for name, address, email, phone number. And I don't know what your address is, but I gave them everything I do. It's number one happy street. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, Jesus, you asshole. Well, come on. You deserve that, obviously. I've done it to you before, too. That's yes, fair. When have. I did in the mall, I put your name on, like... Yes. Did you ever get anything about to buy gutters or oh, siding? No, listen to this, dude. Listen to this. Okay. So I get this in the mail. Now, in the house that I bought, there used to be a, uh, a black gentleman who was an RPD. He was a police officer. Okay. And um, I never met the guy, obviously, but I've seen pictures and stuff. He's a bigger guy, you know? Okay. Tall, a little overweight, All that right. kind of thing. So I'm looking through my mail and sometimes I still get mail for this guy that's in his name. You know, he's still on lists and stuff like that. So I get this. Can you read what this is, Vinny? That's for Jen. That wasn't for you. This says king size. It's, it's a catalog. And it says, we have your size up to 10 XL. Did you know there is a 10 XL Vinny? I bet you did. I, I assumed Carl, I so, didn't know, but I assumed. So anyway, so I get this. I'm like, oh, it's probably for Fred, the guy who used to live here. I turn it around. Nope, that would be my name on here. So someone's a funny guy. Someone's a real funny guy out there putting my name. Anyway, I'll drop this off if you want to go shopping later today, Vinny. I'm sure you can find some uh, some nice fashions in here. Oh, lovely. For the, for oh, the larger that's gentleman. That's nice. Something I can wear for the barbecue. So I look like a fat ass Jimmy Buffett. That'll be nice. Perfect. Great. All right, Carl. This week, as per usual. Oh, whenever... real quick, though, the last thing I wanted to say. So I went oh, with my sure. friend Lottie, who has severe ADD. 
And, um, I, you know, because I'm thinking, like, this is going to be fun. We were talking about the whole way down there. I'm like, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be great. And, wow, did they – I mean, there were so many children in there, too, and babies, and there's just kids crying and screaming. I'm like, yes, this is They agony. need to hear the gospel. This is agony. Pastor Josh Pastor needs to hear Josh will shut the fuck up. So to, And I learned so much about Pastor Josh. I learned he's in marriage counseling. His wife's an introvert. They have a lot of issues around the house. Uh, she nags him all the time. There's all all this information. I'm just like, Josh, I don't need to get to know you that well, buddy. Why does he say that in front of everybody? I don't church? know. He's very proud of himself for a lot of reasons. So anyway, oh that's God. what I learned. Can I ask and, you a uh, question? Yeah, please. Was Pastor Josh wearing a nice suit? Was he dressed up for church? No, it is a very, I was more, I was dressed better than most of the people there. And I didn't realize that that's not a thing anymore. That you dress up for church. Yeah, people show up and they're fucking like they're returning a Redbox DVD. Yes, correct. <laughs> and, and even the people on stage don't seem to give a shit. So I was like, all right, well, I guess it's a more progressive, more laid back kind of experience for people. I'm so mad that you seem to have had such a good time. But I it was hope an experience, that... man. I went on the Dick Show yesterday and talked all about it. Oh, good. I got a new consequence coming today. Yep. But I'm taking it in stride. And uh, we'll do that at the end of the show. Yep. Now we had to break down our consequences. We, have we don't wheel. have so many spots. We have the new wheel of consequences. We went from 12 spots to eight spots. So we had to get a little, uh, we had to kind of break this down a little bit and pick some consequences that could be done quickly and timely yes. for Carl. Well, not just for me, Vinny. Uh, the listeners. I get it. I love them. <laughs> I love They're right. Giving me shit because I can't take fucking three days out of my life to drive to Gary, Indiana. I just I work every fucking Those day. Those white claws won't drink themselves. I know. Oh, here we go. You think I you think I won't drink white claws while driving to Gary, Indiana? I assumed you would. I got a fucking bendy straw. Just I'd for assume that. you'd find a way to record a <laughs> I, podcast and well make Chris drive. I got my white claw bendy straw that just stays in my car at all times. It runs up your sleeve, <laughs> up your collar. You look no, like I, a I wear one of those hats. I wear one of those hats with the two white claws in it. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Those are always fun those for are, the ride. Those are festive for a drive. They certainly are. <laughs> Let's start the actual show, shall we? Let's start oh, the yeah. contest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So every time we end one of our tournaments, so we've, we've ended this one. Vinny wins five to four. It was a close one. It was a good one. It so was a good round, Carl. When we come I back... would shake hands with you, but that'd be culty. <laughs> right. That's correct. Just like uh, SCOTUS. Yep. So... And by the way, that's a reference to the latest WATP. Who are these podcasts? If you're not listening to that show, you should be, because we had a very fun podcast we reviewed this past weekend that was, um, sounds like a cult. Quite shitty. And someone had a hilarious comment on there. They're like, you know what? They're only one letter off from what this show really is. Anyway, I thought that was clever. The point is, Vinny, is that it's a wild card episode and that means there's no category we're just finding creeps we're presenting our creeps and Vinny, because you won you get to go first let's hear it all right carl well because it is a wild card round and there are no rules as to who i can and cannot bring i have decided this week to bring a creepy couple okay we've done that category before i have a couple as well oh do you really yeah there's my creeps carl their names are dimitri and natalia bakshiva Okay. Now they are from Krenazdar, Russia. I'm probably saying that wrong. The year 2017 is what we're going to talk about. You can just say Russia. I don't really know where any of the towns or cities are all that well. (laughs) You know what I mean? Information about the place where they are is is kind of important to the story. Okay, let's hear it. We'll get there. They live in a shitty military dorm. Okay. That is now like a hostel. Mm -hmm. 
which is right near a military base and a military training camp. It's a military town. They are just the dirtbags who live in town. She used to be a nurse at the military school, but got fired because she was a drunk, which I assume is pretty hard over there. Yeah, getting fired for drinking too much. That's uh, that's impressive. Yeah, you could be a nurse in Russia and be a drunk. The same way you could be a substitute teacher in California. You're allowed to do it, okay? It's <laughs> that fine. That is slander and libel. You think you could get away with this? <laughs> I do. All right. They got accused of murder in 2017. She. And everybody around them hated their guts. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of people who are murderers either. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I wish you warmed up the podcast at men more so in recent years. Anyway, keep going. Okay. <laughs> they lived in this shitty hostel. A ton of people are coming and going, but they lived there for like 15 years. Everybody there think they stunk horribly. They were always drunk and starting fights. In fact, anytime anyone tried to go into their room, they would scream and start crying and freak out. And nobody wanted to go in there at all just because they knew that Natalia was a very violent, angry drunk. So Okay, so you said Russia, but you meant Alabama. Got it. Russia's Alabama. Yep, got okay. it. They were known around town as weirdos. Like I said, the only thing that this woman had going for, Carl, bitch could bake. Oh, good. She could bake a pie. Nice. She used to make all kinds of pies. She'd make the strawberry, the apple, meat pies. She'd send them to people, and she would charge them money, and that's how they survived. That's also how Vinny found the story. He wasn't even searching for creeps. He was looking for a Russian pie delivery. <laughs> yes, he was just looking for recipes. Now, past this low-key dirtbag lifestyle, nobody paid attention to these two fucks. Okay. Until one day, Dimitri loses his cell phone. Okay? It was found by some road workers down the street from his house. When they opened the phone to see if they could figure out who the owner was, or I assume to look for nudes, <laughs> yeah, they found a picture of the town dirtbag with a severed woman's hand in his mouth. She. There it is. It's all blurred out. Yeah, they blurred it. All right. But uh, the workers called the police, obviously. The cops visited the apartment, and they found fragments of a human body in saline solution. Food and frozen meat parts of unknown origin were found in the freezer. And they found jar after jar of unlabeled pickled meat in the basement of the house. Unlabeled? What do you want it to say? Like forearm, thigh, calf? What do you want it to say? Who gives a fuck? But it's, <laughs> okay. it's, it's disgusting either way. That's gross. They also found a woman's skinned head in a fucking bag. So they take him into for questioning, Carl, and they say to him, Dimitri, where the fuck did you get the lady's head? What are you doing with these pictures? What's going on here? And he goes, listen, damnedest thing. I'm walking around. And I found this bag of dead woman parts. Sure. And I thought it was time, you know, to take some pictures. It was fun. And I brought him home to show Natalia. Sure. And they're like, you really don't expect us to believe that, do you? And he was like, all right, I killed a woman. I uh -oh. killed one uh -oh. woman. Every I killed one. Uh-oh. That's not a good sign. This particular head belonged to a woman named Elena Vakrasheva that they had murdered in September during a joint alcohol session. A fight happened. This is what they told the cops between Natalia and Elena. Natalia then told her husband to kill the bitch. So he just stabbed her to death for her. Then they put her body in the bathtub, dismembered the corpse, keeping some of the remains and throwing away some in the surrounding areas. Then they bring Natalia in. Natalia admits to the police that they murdered 30 people 
since 1999. Why would she do that? What is she thinking? She wanted to blame Dimitri. Oh, she's getting out in front of it. I get it. Okay. She's getting out in front of it. Makes Dimitri's sense. like, okay, there's one. You caught me with one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gets to it's like, there's 30 and it was all him. Yeah. That's what she's doing here. Turning right over on him. They would invite other dirtbags over and then they would drug them. They were using a tranquilizer called Corvalol. And then they would murder them, chop them up, pickle parts of them that they wanted to use for whatever, for her fucking pies that she was selling to people in the town. Mm-hmm. And then they would make the rest of the body go away. Vinny, this is not good. This is definitely not this good. Is bad. Cafe owner Vitaly Yubenko, who lived down the street, said that she would come around his place frequently. The quote from him was, she was very active, asked lots of questions, but mainly about where we buy our meat and fish and how fresh it is. She also made it very clear that she could supply meat. I said we only work with certified suppliers. Then she said she would always say, you know, I have experience working as a chef. You should hire me. And he says, I refused to work with her, saying that she looked, quote, vulgar. <laughs> That's vulgar. I'm going to pause right here for this. Carl, Mike Morris challenged you. Do you accept? Dela, $2. Uh, I have not seen what that challenge is. I don't know what it is. If anyone knows, let me know. But uh, I'll challenge Mike Morris to host his own podcast that anyone gives a fuck about. I'd be shocked if it were to happen. That's my challenge to Mike. Do what I did. He sucks. You know, the reason why I don't go after Mike Morris is because if I did a video about him, the YouTube algorithm wouldn't give a shit. No, nobody would watch a video about Mike, who, whatever his name is. But anyway, whatever that challenge is, I'd love to know. It's a music challenge. Why, why is he challenging me to music? I don't know how to respond to that, Carl. I, I mean, I know I... you guys are mad at each other and everything. He thinks he's a better musician. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll, I'll <laughs> Trevor a... Zero says fight, 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 <laughs> fight. I'll, uh, I'll compete with his uh, with his corny songs that he writes, his parody songs. Yeah, but you know what? With actual original music. You know what, I've though? You know what, though? Can I, can I rough this? Because I have a suggestion. Yeah, what's that? To make it really good. You have to do a guitar solo off, but you both have to wear stupid gloves with big fake dumb hands on them. Like, yeah. Yes. Fucking great idea, Vinny. <laughs> you want to workshop that one? You want to, you want to think that no, one? No, I just want to watch you. Tommy's <laughs> trying to compete. He might beat you there. I liked it when I, I went on Tukey's show and we brought up Mike Morris. I didn't realize it was going to set everybody off. It turns out nobody likes this guy, which is incredible. It's incredible. I mean, people have been sending me notes unsolicited. They're just like, yeah, Mike Morris is a real piece of shit. I'm like, really? I, I just didn't like that he thought my show wasn't funny. It was so quick to dismiss it. I didn't realize that people really think that he's a, a piece of shit. And uh, yeah, the, the Tukey gang um, were, were all all of that uh, thought as well. Wow. 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 All right. Can I get back to my crate? Oh, that was the thing that, that Tukey said. He goes, because Mike Morris is known for writing that um, parody song, the um, Ralphie Cakes on Howard Stern. Oh, I don't remember it. And maybe it wasn't Tukey. Maybe it was El Horrible. Same thing. Was going, all right. You wrote one song that got into Howard Stern 20 years ago. What else you got, Mike? We all liked that song. Pretty neat song. What else you got? Anything? Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, now coming to the stage, the beloved writer of Ralphie Cakes. <laughs> yes. All right. So to get back to this, she then told the cops that after they had murdered this Elena woman, this is what he did. He put the body parts in the bathroom, cut the skin off the skull, severed the ears and lips with his teeth okay and ate them 
All right. He then posed for those pictures that they found in the phone. Now, during the investigation, another picture was found, Carl. That is one of the pickled jars, everybody, that they found of meat, in case you were curious. Okay. But then now they found this picture from 1999. Oh, Jesus. That it's, is a human head a human on a platter. With, like, tangerines or something. It looks like oranges and feta cheese. I don't know what that is all around it. Interesting. But it is a, a disgusting image that was labeled 1999 in their possession. So these two have been up to hijinks for quite a while. And they also found an instructional video, Cooking with Cannibals was the name of it, that they were trying to make. Long story short, these two dirtbags living in Russia were selling meat pies to soldiers, pies made from fucking dirtbags that they lured back to their shithole fucking hostel and then cooked. So they were convicted. He was sent to a nut hut and she was only sentenced to 11 years, Carl. Why is that? Because they only found her guilty of the crime of enticement to commit murder okay so he was put under compulsory supervision uh by a psychiatrist in the nut hut but here's the problem carl what's that buddy he was a diabetic and nobody treated his diabetes or any of his medical issues mm. they basically just like fuck you dude yeah you gotta talk to the psychiatrist but he's like yeah i'm not doing well i need my diabetes drugs like oh too bad there's some things that russia does that i agree with and they found him fucking dead about i yeah. don't know five months into good. fucking being in jail yeah hey, good. hey carl look what the cat dragged <laughs> yeah I, I noticed that hey jess so i decided that since you weren't here to read the results that they don't count is that in the official rule book right oh and her, and her mic Andrew is not, is not either uh -oh. okay we can't hear you uh oh Oh, boy. What's the excuse going to be today, Vinny? You know what? I'm just going to have her take all the cover from me. What's the excuse? Yell at Jess. Don't yell at What's Vinny. What's the excuse going to be today? This should really be called the How to Not Podcast Podcast. That's really what this is turning into. How not to podcast. Yeah, it's the shit. creep off. Oh, boy, Jessica. So, long story short, my creeps <laughs> murdered 830 people, sell the meat, did all the disgusting things and kept the body parts all over. Uh, hey, Jess, give me a thumbs up when you get it together. Wowza. I think her consequence should be having to sit here without us being able to hear her and just be on screen the entire time. Can't hear you, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. Oh, boy. So, Carl. Oh, boy. Jess, oh, what do you have to say so for yourself? Long this week. So much is on my plate this week for work that I was just like, it's one o'clock. And then my brother's graduating tomorrow, so I have to help around my family's house. So it's, oh, man. Help him what? Cram for tests? He's graduating. Well, no. Clean the house. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you're the one who got it dirty, though. That doesn't make any sense. I, would, I wouldn't sign up for that. No, you want but... to talk to people? Let them know that you have more important things to do, like read results. Yeah. Subreddit. I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. Nice. Willie Hopscotch says this is your best appearance yet. So <laughs> don't feel go. too Thank bad. You. Thank you. Thank you. Oh All my right. God. I saw the text. Oh. I was like, shit. So we're right in the middle of the contest. I won, right? Should I double check? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's double check. We're not totally sure. We haven't, no one's spun the wheel yet. So I think I need the official results, girl, to let us know. Uh, God, where is it? <laughs> you can't find it either <laughs> it's not even on here wait a minute hold on yeah if anyone <laughs> 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 please 
I don't like I hope her. everybody's entertained by how unprofessional I'm being. <laughs> I do not like your appearance today, Benny. This isn't working for me. Dude. I feel so bad. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Good to see you. I'll, I'll be on time next week, but I'm, I'm not good. busy. So. Yeah. We're starting at 1230 next week, if that helps. Hey, we got a Dela is uh, chipping in $2 for Jessica's brother's graduation. We'll make sure he gets that generous gift. Put it towards a maid. <laughs> All right, Chess, we'll see you later. All right, Carl, lay it on me. What is your, who are your creeps? All right, my creeps are Clay and Sheila Fletcher. We are heading down to Louisiana. I don't know if you know about this one. This is the Fletchers of Louisiana. Yeah. Do you know about this one? This is a crazy. I don't, but I'm intrigued. Well, they had a daughter. Their daughter, Lacey, was an only child. Past tense, eh? And Lacey was uh, autistic. She was a bit socially awkward. By the time she became a teenager and going into high school, she liked the stuff that she liked when she was a child. She liked like Disney movies and stuff like that. So Uh she'd invite her friends over Uh to watch Disney movies. And they weren't interested in that anymore because they're growing up. We're interested in other things. Right. And, and she didn't find her interests wandering towards boys and makeup. Right. And she also couldn't pick up on the fact that her friends didn't give a fuck about uh-huh. what she was uh-huh. telling them. Uh-huh. So she was kind of alienating herself and nobody wanted to hang out with her. And she was really struggling in school. So her parents, Clay and Sheila Fletcher, decided, let's homeschool her. Let's get her out of school. It's not working for her. So they decided at the age of 16 to take her out of school and homeschool her. Now, the problem with this is that Now she had zero interaction with other students or people her age at all. In fact, the only person who had seen her between the ages of 16 and 21 was her neighbor. When she would go out in the yard, she'd like be out there screwing around a little bit. So Clay and Sheila, they didn't even talk about her to their friends. Like they had very active lives, very social. Sheila Fletcher. And they never brought up the daughter to anybody. No, they didn't like to talk about it. People and didn't ask. The only if people would ask, they just complain about how lazy she is. It's like, yeah, she doesn't really have any interest. She doesn't do anything. She just wants to be inside all the time. Sheila Fletcher, very active in the community. She was on the city council and was working as an assistant to the city prosecutor. Clay was the president of the Baton Rouge Civil War Roundtable. And so these guys are out and about. They're doing their thing. No one sees this daughter at all. Fast forward, she's now 24 years old. She sits down on the couch to watch a movie and experiences locked-in syndrome. Every muscle in her body was paralyzed. All she could move were her eyeballs. She couldn't, move, she couldn't move anything else. This is a thing? I, yeah, I guess so. Usually it, it happens. I think it's a mental thing, and usually it will come and go. But for whatever reason, Lacey never moved again. She just sat there on the couch. Now, this is the crazy thing. They allowed her to sit on that couch for 12 years, Vinny. They would put towels down next to her because she's peeing and shitting herself. So they would like try to clean it up a little bit and they like change her clothes every now and again because she's just not moving. She's just sitting there with her eyes open, staring ahead. And so I have some clips here about this. This is fucking insane. This is the craziest story. So this is from a uh, YouTube channel called Dreading Crime and Psychology. 
Sometimes they would change Lacey's clothes for her, taking her out of the urine and feces-soiled pants she had originally sat down in, but otherwise she was stuck on the couch unable to move. As time went on, her clothes no longer fit on her emaciated frame and hung off of her, barely covering her naked body. Over time, her body bore its way into the couch cushions. She was soaked head to toe in urine, as well as feces and insect bites, and had bed sores that went down to her bone. There were maggots living in her hair, and she was suffering with chronic malnutrition, as well as acute starvation, immobility, acute ulcer formation, and osteomyelitis, which is bone infection, which led finally to sepsis. For 12 years, Sheila and Clay lived their lives as normal, with the added caveat that they didn't allow anyone else to come into their home. <laughs> yeah, so no one ever visited them. Because- oh boy. Wow. They have this nice house with their daughter who is just literally melting into the couch. Two things that yes. make me wonder how legit this story can be. Mm-hmm. The first one is this. If they supposedly had a nice house and resources, yeah. don't you think they buy like a plastic? Like if they could pick the kid up and change the clothes every now and again, yeah. don't you think they put like a plastic cover down underneath her? Yeah. Or how about this? How man? about a fucking tarp? How about this idea? Call a doctor or a home nurse to come over because this is treatable. This is something that if you call the doctor, when all of a sudden your daughter's not moving anymore, you can get this figured out. Physical therapy. Secondly, hold on, though. Yes. How could someone like not eat or drink and stuff like that for 12 years? How is this person eating or drinking they or were getting feeding any nutrients? Her. They were feeding her, but she was very malnourished. Now, what happened, Vinny, huh. is fast forward 12 years. She's 36 years old. She's been sitting on this couch from the age of 24 to the age of 36 in these people's home. And the mother, January 3rd, 2022, the mother realizes she's not breathing anymore. So she decides, well, I guess I better call 911 and let them know that my dead daughter is sitting on our couch. So they come over, the dispatchers uh, send over paramedics and, and police, and they were horrified by what they saw. This article describes the scene where Lacey was found from pictures that the police took. These pictures are so graphic in nature that the police refuse to allow the public to see them. Lacey appears almost buried up to her shoulders in the wide and deep hole in the sofa that her bony body has worn over the years, rubbing away the cushioning. She is slumped over on her left side with her right arm across the top half of her emaciated body near her neck. She is naked apart from a small blue patterned t-shirt, which is pulled up to her chest and does not cover her breasts. Her eyes are wide open, staring. How creepy is that? She's literally in the couch, almost up to her shoulders, because she's just sunk into it. The couch is just deteriorating as she's pissing and shitting into it, and there's bugs on her, and she's just falling into the couch. They said they found rodent feces all around her. I actually have uh, audio of the paramedics when they got there. Yeah. (laughs) They were horrified. Horrified. Carl. Uh, I'm going to take the L. I'm going to go ahead and take the <laughs> Hold L. Hold on, we got more to talk Holy about Holy shit. This is insane. Her face is covered in large and angry red blotches. Excrement is smeared almost all over her body. It is matted in her hair. It is even inside her ears. The How? The mother's sofa that served as her prison is alongside the wall, with a gap of about 18 inches. Astonishingly, to the couch's right side is a gray commode and a neat pile of clothes. And to the front, only a few feet away, is a cluttered, low black table. It is strewn with lotion bottles, some talcum powder, a pack of wipes, a nasal spray, a box with a lid that had a child's photo on it, and some other items that make it appear the Fletchers had the resources to clean their stricken only child. Like, they literally set up a whole thing around her, so they're just like, all right, well, we'll, we'll powder her bottom every now and again, and we'll wipe down some 
some sores, but she's got fecal matter in her ears. There's maggots. You know they had to be fucking like rubbing it in her hair and shit. Oh god! Fucking ah, got on my head, and they just rub it on her face when they're trying to clear. Oh, it gets worse. She weighed just 96 pounds when discovered dead in the early hours of January 3rd. Close-ups show the flesh on her buttocks appears to be literally worn or eaten away by the 12 years that she hadn't moved from the couch. There are large, raw yellow areas where the skin has disappeared. Other back and buttock areas are so blackened it is impossible for a lay person to identify any shape or form. When Sheila called 911, Lacey had already been dead for between 24 to 48 hours, and neither of her parents had noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even oh, notice it's the holidays. It's the holidays. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So you might wonder, why didn't they do anything about this? Why did they just leave her there? I know the answer. Already. I know the answer too. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you right here. Sheila Fletcher allegedly maintained that she routinely cleaned her daughter's bed sores, and her daughter never complained about them, despite the fact that they were so deep you could see the bone. As we know, Lacey couldn't have complained about it as her diagnosis would have made it impossible for her to talk. It would be four months until Sheila and Clay were formally arrested and charged with second-degree murder, which allegedly shocked them. Yeah, so she never complained about it, so they're like, well, I guess she likes this. That's her life now. This is what she does. She just shits herself and falls into the couch. You know you know what this really is? What is it really? The fact that this was a very annoying child before this ailment true. occurred. That is this true. This child probably annoyed the shit out of everybody, Yep. and then she would sit quietly and watch TV. The parents probably thought their fucking prayers were answered. Yep. <laughs> They're like, finally. All this, this going to church on Sundays is paying off. Oh, they were church going folks for sure. Yeah. Um, I have a news report here because there's a little uh, sound bite from Clay's boss where he works. Photos of the couch, which are too graphic to be shown on air, paint a horrific picture of where the young woman lived and died, covered in feces, urine, and worn away from years of extensive use. The details are horrific. There's no doubt about that. And I can't conceive of how something like that could even happen. Neighbors and friends say they never knew they had a daughter. He mentioned that she passed away in January. And that was all I know of that. Her boss didn't even know that he had a daughter. Like They didn't even talk about it. They just made it. They just made sure that nobody knew. So the coroner said this is uh, suspiciously creepy. Yeah. So the coroner said the scene was sickening. I've seen some horrible things in my life, but nothing like this. There were live bugs and rodent excrement nearby in an otherwise tidy home that they're just living their lives while their daughter is just slowly melting into the couch and dying. It's it's very gross, very disgusting, and it's totally preventable. And what's crazy is that these two were shocked when they were charged with murder. They're like, what do you mean we've been caring for this girl? Did you see the wipes? We yeah. put out the wipes. They literally were like taken aback by this. So, by the way, they're out on bail right now. Their next court appearance has been moved to June nineteenth. Hey, so yeah, your 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 birthday there next month, Juneteenth. And uh, what's nice is that the DA said he will not accept plea deals. This is definitely going to go to trial. So we'll see how that goes. Also, another fun fact is that when they did examine her body, they found that she also had COVID. So this idea that you could just hide inside and not get COVID, apparently not true. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that entered into this. What if that's what killed her? For COVID what deaths, yeah. Said- she, had, she had sores so deep you could see her bones. That's bad. Yeah, COVID's no joke. That's pretty bad. So that's wow. my, uh, those are my creeps, Clay and Sheila Fletcher. 
parents of the year over here. All right, let's catch up on super. Yeah, chats. I think we got ones above that too, right? Okay. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yep. Uh, super chat because Carl has a Sonic figure. Incorrect. Vinny has a Sonic. Yeah, figure. we're in Vinny's uh, studio here. But thank you for the two pounds. And another two pounds from Big Papa Rook. Vinny, my 6,000 pounds life, Paulino. <laughs> this is very disrespectful. How yeah. dare you, sir? It's a bit disrespectful. I like it. Dela coming in again. I love Dela. You know what, Dela? You're going to get one of these from me. Yay, super chats. $5. I easily dine on French onion soup and chicken Caesar salad while listening. Thanks, guys. Yeah, somebody in there said this is not a show for when you're eating lunch, but apparently Dela's got no problem. And then Big Papa Rook again, five pounds. I asked Julie for a job. Turns out Mike Morris already has the child predator role covered. Oh, God. Wow. That sounds slanderous. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to I'm that. I'm going to say that that's a joke. I right feel there. like someone's cracking wise. Yep. Uh, Carl, what a presentation. Thank that you, buddy. Story. I, that was a good one. I, I, somebody sent it to me, and I should have written down their name. That That's fucking I'll horrendous. Them, I'll give them credit at a... Uh, oh, no. You know what? I know where that is. Okay. Give me uh, one second here, buddy, because I want to let people know when they help me out with uh, creep suggestions. I do appreciate that. Yep. Uh, also, let's take a second just to remind everybody that if you are a supporter of the show, we thank you so, so much. Yes. Those of you who are subscribed to us on Patreon.com, Supercast, and Backed By. We just picked up another Backed By subscriber yesterday. We are the third most popular show on the entire platform. Is that true? Yes. So it's the Dick Show's number one. Yep. Followed by Biggest Problem? Yep. Okay. That's that's hilarious. And then the creep off. Congratulations, buddy. Look at us. That's that's... awesome. I got that from Burning Breakfast. Sent me that uh, back in March. So thank you for sending that in. That was a great suggestion. Hell of a story. I don't even know what to say to that. Like, all I picture in my head is that scene in the movie Seven, Mm -hmm. where they just find the, the fatso in the room that just has, like, pine air fresheners all over the walls. It's unreal. She was infused with the couch. You couldn't tell where her skin stopped and the couch started. So pretty sickening stuff. But you know what, Vinny? I think now it's time for everyone's favorite segment of the show. Who are these creepos? Who are these creepos? The segment that we do because we like to prove that we are the best true crime podcast on the internet. And the way we do that is by exposing the other true crime podcasts one at a time and showing you how god-awful they are. Pretty stinky. And boy, did Alex send me one that I am excited to present to you today. This one is called Fruit Loops, Serial Killers of Color. What? Yes. Now, let's start off with the... Why is it called Fruit Loops? Oh, let's start off with with the disclaimer here. Listen closely onto what they're going to be talking about. In this podcast, we discuss sexual assault, torture, race, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. One of those things is not like the others. Sexual assault, torture, race, and murder. I might not be a scholar, but I could pick out the one that's not supposed to be in there. Yeah, like, guys, just so you know, there's going to be some crazy stuff in here. There's gang rape. We're going to talk about black people. It's a lot of crazy stuff going. Like, wait, what? What do you mean race? Is this the, is that the disclaimer from Compound Media's opening <laughs> true crime show? They should, they should have one. All right, so it starts off with a Patty Pukewater style music bed nice. that goes on way too long for some reason, and then the the hosts come in. All right, everybody, hello and welcome to Fruit Loops. What's that? Episode one ninety four. 
Holy smokes, bienvenidos, bitches. Pretty be nuffy, and thank you for listening. Yeah. Now, Fruit Loops is a podcast about true crimes committed by people of color and those who are othered, as well as the victims, because contrary to popular belief, not all serial killers are straight, cisgendered, able-bodied white dudes. What? No. Are you understanding what's going on here, Vinny? I lost. What is this show? This is a true crime show about people of color and other marginalized groups, because what they're saying is that only the cis white guys are getting all of the fame from being monstrous assholes. And I, I'm really confused about their angle on this one. They're like, you know, someone's got to bring up that black people are also awful. I can't believe no one's doing that. And let's listen to this. Ready? So and this is compound show. Listen, no, listen to this. And these crimes rarely get any public attention because why? Because the news is racist, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and we are Wendy and Beth. She's Wendy, a Black Latinx woman. And I'm Beth, and I just happen to be white. So the reason what why... What the fuck is happening? Why I, I, I know, this is so this? confusing, and I'll probably get this wrong. But when I was listening to this, I go, okay, so they're saying that Black serial killers and, okay. and other horrific people aren't covered by the media because the news media is racist. And so they ignore this crime. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, that's kind of true. I mean, black on black crime does not get reported. And, you know, you th think about like gang violence and things. There's probably a lot of serial killers that are involved in these types of things. Yeah. That we don't really talk about like we do other serial killers, but I don't think that's what they're saying. I think the news media does that in an attempt to not be racist. Right. Yes. Okay. So I'm. I'm but are they confused. trying to say that they're racist for not covering it for what it is? I honest, or are they just dumb? I honestly think they're just dumb. So this this woman who's the cartoon voice here, Wendy, she's a black Latinx person. I don't even know what that means. And I've I've looked at photos of her. I'm trying to figure out what that even means. I guess it's a black woman who can speak Spanish. I don't know. Okay. And then you got Beth, who's just a basic white bitch, and apologizes for it up and down throughout the episode i'd like to start off with a big i'm sorry to everyone yes. hello listeners yeah, so check this out w wendy gets a pass even though she's a basic white bitch that's right she's one of the good ones she does the work <laughs> and she is a co-conspirator she does the work Vinny. did she say she's one of the good ones? she's one of the good ones you're not supposed to say that either dude these people are wicked racist it's it's crazy town how racist this wendy woman is She's one of the good ones. She does the work. And, and fucking Beth is sitting there. Oh, yep. <laughs> Look at me. I'm one of the good ones. And it gets crazier than that because there was this black podcasting event that Wendy went to. And Beth wants to know, well, let me back up real quick. Um, this is Wendy talking. Well, Beth wants to know if there were white people there. So out of curiosity, were there very many white people there? There were some. And I was curious what they were doing there. Yeah. But it looked like they were either industry people or journalists or their friends brought them. Okay. All right. So there were white people there, but hopefully they had a good reason to be there. Like maybe their friend brought them or they're a journalist because otherwise they have no business being there. And so Beth. We Did had signs up. We yes. <laughs> so the reason why Beth asked what that, is happening? the reason why she asked that question is because she was like, well, I'm all the way in Arizona and this was in Atlanta, but she's like, if it was closer to me, I think I might've gone, but could I go to something like that? 
Yeah, no, it was really a celebration of blackness in the podcasting space. Right. Yeah. And that's why I would feel not I would feel uncomfortable just because I'm invading the space. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I totally get that because black people would say there are some spaces that are just not for you, my friend. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Beth sounds like a talking slug. Vinny, do you hear what she's saying? She's talking about racial segregation. Now, I was brought up under the belief that that's a bad thing. Correct. Racial segregation is is a bad thing that we don't want to have in these United States of America. But when he's talking about it, like, yeah, don't want those white bitches there. That's a problem. Can't have that. This is our thing. I don't believe we're allowed to be calling them out either. I don't know what's happening. I don't anymore. know either. I don't know what the rules are. But Vinny, I called this clip. What year is this? Generally, well, in my experience, black people and black things are not exclusion exclusive don't exclude right generally it's a more welcoming space more welcoming than it is on the white side where right. was, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so, <laughs> I do. what is she talking about are there white only events that i don't know about no you're you go to all of them i mean maybe Oktoberfest. <laughs> is that what she's talking about I'm, I'm not exactly sure what she's saying it's like yeah usually those white people are the ones excluding others from going to them I've been to tons of different forums and summits and, yeah. and events and all these different things. Never once has it been white people. Hey, this digital marketing event is just for the whites. All right. So if we could just keep this to the white people, that'd be great. What the fuck? This is shocking. It's insane, Vinny. All right. So let's get away from that stuff. Let's get back to what this show actually is. And what this show is, is they like to read the comments. They want to interact with the audience. And so they got a YouTube comment. This is kind of petty puke water ask here. So I wanted to thank Jesse Paul on YouTube for commenting <gasps> on our Grim Sleeper episode. Whoa, we got a YouTube comment. With They're usually not YouTube very nice comment. on YouTube. Yeah, and this, this one wow. was nice. Thanks for not hurting our feelings, <laughs> Jesse Paul. Yeah. So they got one comment on one video on YouTube. And seven minutes into the show, they're already talking about like, whoa, what is this? Somebody commented on a video? And, and it the, wasn't me? And it wasn't me. And the funny thing is, I don't have this clip because it's boring, but the comment wasn't even positive. He, The commenter was just saying that one of the words they were using is slang in Spanish. And it was explaining what it means when it's meant as a slang word in Spanish. Oh, so in other words, they were just politely saying you're dumb. Yeah, they were just like correcting them or giving them that information. Which, to be honest with you, is way nicer than WATP listeners. Agreed. It'd be nice to have someone just go, by the way, Carl, that word doesn't mean what you think it means yeah. in a polite manner. Yeah. A lot of people did not like my uh, my leg kick, arm kick reference during the show. And apparently I am the dumbest man alive. Yeah, I, I guess a leg kick is a thing. It means you're kicking the other person's leg. Correct. Yeah. Oh, Correct. Wow. Can't win them all, folks. Can't win them all. Or one. Maybe what we should do is do a dress rehearsal a la uh, Steven Crowder. Okay. So that we can get our scripts right. We need some fact checking ahead of time. So it don't okay. sound dumb on the show. Sounds fun, right? I'll, I'll come here an hour earlier. I say, fuck it. We do it live. Do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Fucking All right. Thing sucks. So let's find out what are they talking about in this true crime show that only talks about people of color? Well, today we're talking about Billy Kip Korir Shamirmir, mm-hmm. a Kenyan immigrant to the United States and serial killer. He's been tied to the murders of at least 22 older adults, most of them senior living residents and two attempted murders. Okay. Now, this happened between 2016 and 2018. This is the weirdest Black History Month presentation I've ever heard. (laughs) I got to be 
because I don't follow the true crime stuff the way that you do. Have you heard of this Kenyan? No. Okay. So they maybe they're onto something. Maybe they're onto something. Maybe this is getting swept under the rug by our media. That's hilarious. Oh, and so you heard how, how Billy Kip Kip Schmear Schmear? What the fuck did she say? I don't know. <laughs> Beth Beth is so bad at presenting anything. She has no personality. She has no flair. But Wendy makes up for it the way that she presents things. I was going to say, I heard there's something <laughs> in the news about a cult where people are starving to death on purpose. Oh. Yeah. Well. I'm going to bring that to the, to the Patreon Wait a minute. Episode. That's one of my stories. Yeah. Exactly. Wait a minute. There you go. Hang on a diddly doggone minute. Yeah. That's a Latin ex woman talking like Ned Flanders for some reason. Weird. Hang on a diddly doggone minute. So what? let's let's promote the Patreon. Do we know why the show is called Fruit Loops yet? No. <laughs> no, we do not. I guess because Fruit Loops are colorful. Is that why? Colorful cereal. It's a colorful killers? cereal. Cereal killers of color. Oh my. Oh my gosh, I think we just figured it out together in real time. Oh. <laughs> also, join us on Patreon, where we have literally hundreds of hours of bonus content. And we have a video club for 12 plus patrons where you can interact with us in person. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now we're <laughs> going to take a quick break and get into the story when we come back. You know what, Vinny? Maybe the reason why. I'm going to their Patreon. I need to see how many people they have. 64, making okay. about 300 bucks. I feel better. I don't think we're sing-songy enough when we promote our Patreon, Vinny. Whoa, 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 whoa! Go to our Patreon! I think we need to be more excited about it. Come on down to Patreon! Yeah, now you're talking. That's pretty good, actually. Thanks. Better than I thought it would be. All right, so this is how the uh, show proper starts off, talking about this Kenyan serial murderer. All right, now let's get into some stats. <laughs> So all of Tremere Mir's victims were elderly people living in apartments at independent living communities for older people or in private homes. And Tremere Mir would pose as a maintenance worker to gain access to the residents' living quarters and then suffocated them and stole jewelry and other items. How is that stats? What, does she know what stats means? Let's get into the statistics behind this murderer. And then she just goes out and explains. That would be the details of the crime. Correct. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to correct, though. I'm not going to. I'm. You Do your stats however you feel Good stats point. should be. Good point, Vinny. All right. So then they talk about the victims. And what they want to do is they want to highlight the victims and give them the attention that they deserve. But unfortunately, there's just too many victims in this one. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't cover all of their stories because there was so many of them. Yes, but I just wanted to say rest in power to all of the victims. What does that mean, rest in power? There were old people who got killed. What do you mean they're going to rest in power? There's not going to be a statue for them anywhere. We're not going to be standing outside of their crypt with our fists in the air. No, there's not going to be a holiday for them someday down yeah. the road. They're just old people who got killed by a guy from Kenya. Yeah, and probably their families didn't like him either that's why they were at this place that had this guy just wandering in and out and murdering how many people 22 rest in power you victims Vinny, i one more thing i want to play this is just an ad that cropped up during the show okay and i have questions about this ad copy this is four seconds if you are a business or know a business with at least five or more employees Vinny, am i a business are you a business i i'm confused now am i I, i'm not sure if i have a business i think i'm just a guy 
if you are a business or know a business, I don't know if I'm a business. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm like, no, that's a real head scratcher, isn't it? Or if you are a business, <laughs> that's the dumbest ad copy I've ever I, heard. I look like a person. Anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and say this ad does not apply to me. Vinny's a very big business. <laughs> big business. Paulino's Vinny's a corporation. That's how big this business is over here. I have to say, Vinny, this podcast is bonkers. We may need to explore it again in the future, maybe even next week. Bring me part two next week. Yeah, I want to hear more from this Fruit This is Loops. insane. I got to listen to more of it to understand what, what their angle is. Here. I feel like we found our first one that I'm actually hooked on and I want to hear more. Being a serial killer is not a good thing. No. It's not something that's positive for the community. So going out there like black serial killer pride seems like a weird hill to die on. It certainly does. And I get it that the white serial killers do get famous for it. But it's not the good kind of fame. They're notorious. I want to see the Kip Kip Smear Smear Netflix series <laughs> of him just smothering old people. Let's start writing some letters. And I want the old people to be played by old television stars that we recognize. Good old-fashioned letter campaign. I want to see Barry Williams for the Brady Bunch be smothered by a Kenyan on Netflix. I love it. I'd watch that show. I'm into it. All right. You want some voicemails, Carl? Yes. All right. Although we do have a super chat that came in. Oh, we do. It's and from Dela's awesome. So I do want to address yep. this. Two dollars, Dela, for Carl's fund against Mike Morse and Ukraine. <laughs> All right, it sounds good. Thank you. I'll make sure that that's evenly distributed. Uh, Killer Beehive says Vinny Paulinko. Yes, that's right. Yes, I love it. All right, and uh, this one is from Ricky Julian. He says Carl is a business producer. Chris needs benefits. Get on it. All right, I'm on it. All right, time for voicemails. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. Illegal street racing has hit an all-time high in the City of Syracuse. Police are very concerned. Some of these guys' grandmother's Saturns can get up to 85 miles per hour. <laughs> See you in Syracuse. Watch out, Syracuse. Carl, this first one uh, is someone who wants to know if we notice something about you. Vinny, have you noticed that Carl has this terrible, 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 retarded, annoying crutch phrase where uh, someone will say a joke and he'll say, oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I see what you... Shut the fuck up, Carl. Yeah, I noticed. Well, it's what you say when the joke isn't that funny, but you don't want to embarrass the person. Oh, is that why I hear it so often? That's why, that's why I say a lot of the creep off, but not so much on who are these podcasts or WATS. Great. Great. But thank you, though, for making me self-conscious about yet another thing that I have to watch myself for. Good. Much appreciated, sir. Good. We all got to sharpen up our game. It's true. All right, Carl. Uh, this one is someone telling us about a phenomenon that's happening based off of something we talked on one of our weekly scum streams. Okay. Hey, Vinny, I don't really expect this to get played on the show because this is scum stream related, but when I the karaoke shit, um, there's actually a weird phenomenon of uh, people getting mad and killing each other over karaoke singing of Frank Sinatra's My Way. So much so that that song is actually banned off karaoke machines in the Philippines. Now, my personal song would be Bob O'Reilly. Fuck that shit. See ya. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I get mad too. Um, That's my way is getting people killed. The only thing I can figure there is that it must be that someone's like, no, it's my way. That's my song. And they get mad. I don't know, man. That's interesting. I'll have to look into that. Uh, B- New karaoke was a problem for more reasons than one. B- BKL's 1296. Thanks for the buck 99. All hail Vinnie Paulino. Thank you, sir. Um, I got another one for you here, Carl. 
I don't know if I play this, but if I didn't, I want to make sure it got out there because what an idea. Okay. Hey, guys, it's DP. Creepiest juggalo. There's got to be some gold in that fucking mine. Yeah. And a fun consequence, loser has to do a uh, juggalo face paint, like from Shaggy or the other guy, Violent J, <laughs> yeah. for the, the regular stream. That would be fucking hilarious and easy to do. That's funny. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. All right. All I, right. I like that idea because I think that's probably ICP is the only band that the fans preferred drug is crystal meth. Would you agree with me on that? Like there's, there's, I mean, there's obviously a lot of bands that hallucinogens come into play. I question, I question if they're the only band, but they are probably primarily crystal meth heads that love that shit. Yes. So when they do the gathering of the juggalos, there is a lot of meth going around and a lot of crazy shit happens. Meth and Fago, baby. Yeah. Now, Carl, my last voicemail for this week. Uh, This was a review about a controversial episode that I threw into. Oh, hold on a second. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Vinny. Sure. But so you made a statement there that there are other bands where meth is what the listeners or the fans of the band prefer. I want to know what those other bands are. So, guys, if you could send us in your suggestions, I want to know. Is there a band that has more meth head fans than ICP or not? I'm Just assuming curious. like Creed. No, definitely not Creed. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Hold on. Carl. Yes. Someone tell me, basically tell me that they enjoyed an episode that was very controversial in okay. our Patreon stream. Vinny, third time's a charm. Love the WrestleMania commentary. Please do Thunder in Paradise. Hulk Hogan's answer to Knight Rider. It's the only show where you can see a guy on a boat going to an island, eating white rice, say like, this is this is like rocket fuel for the body, and this is why I eat rice. It's complex carbohydrates. Fucking awesome. Thank you. Love you. Bye. I will forward that to Tony. Let him know we need to do a Thunder in Paradise walkthrough. I'm not even familiar with that. That was a show Hulk Hogan did when he was not working for a wrestling company. And it was Knight Rider, but it was a boat. And Hulk Hogan was Hasselhoff. And this was like in the 80s or early 90s? Not early 90s. No shit. Like 92, 93 That sounds hilarious. It's, I don't think it did very well. How many episodes? Because I would sit and watch every episode with you. You know what? Brother. I want to say it might be a movie. Okay. It might be. And I think there's two. I would watch this with you, brother. Really? This, yeah, this sounds like a winner. This is right up my alley. This so we, we got a couple movies that we need to watch that we've discussed. We okay. need to watch Battlefield Earth together. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to have you over a couple weekends ago to do that. Yeah. We're going to make that happen. Well, my schedule's a little clear going into the next, like, month. So cool. hit me up. We'll do that. And then uh, Thunder and fucking Paradise. Put it on the movie list. Put it on the list. Uh, somebody is, oh, Mikey Shitted says Kid Rock is the other band. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Oh. I don't know. I don't know about that. ICP is pretty crazy. All right, I have uh, one voicemail for us here. Lay it on me. Hey, Carl, this is for the creep off. Creep alert. You know who's a creep? The entire state of Utah. They just fucking banned Pornhub because of age verification bullshit. So now we're all living under the Mormon version of Sharia law, and no one can – you have to go to fucking shady-ass websites now. Just ban Pornhub. This is why the Second Amendment exists. Anyway, call me back. Does Utah think there's only one porn site? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They're like, well, let's get rid of Pornhub. Then no one will watch porn anymore. They're, they're literally just putting like a little plug in the dam. Like, they don't know what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? All right. Everything's falling around them, but they got their finger in the hole. You <laughs> yeah, got good it. luck with that, buddy. Way wow. to go, Utah. Utah's fucked. People tell me it's very beautiful, though.
Jim Jones says it was a TV show, not a movie. I vaguely remember it. We got to right. find it. I I hope there's a full season. I hope there's 12 episodes, 20 episodes, whatever it was back then. Listen, Nightboat, we got to crush these guys. But first, <laughs> Can you imagine the way I got to carbo load the spaghetti, brother. The way you get away from them is just by getting to land. They're like, ah, damn it. They got away. Oh, no, they stole that shipment of pasta mania makers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oh, Kogan, this is the worst actor that's ever acted he's in anything. terrible. Before we uh, enter our next segment of the show, the scum stream, or I should say the scum parade. Yes, sir. Uh, Dayla with another $2. Sharing the love for Vinny's fight against obesity. Yep. Thank I'm, you. I'm fighting it hard. Appreciate it. Right now, as I stand here, my pick hard is Dayla proud. also gave us two bucks towards your pizza fund. So there's a lot of mixed messages coming from the super chat today. Dayla might be gaslighting. Me. I think he's gaslighting. All right. Cambria. Oh, we got to hit the music. Yes. What am I, stupid? Skull Parade. Take me on a raid of these fucked raids that these creeps have made. Skull Parade. Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Skull Parade. Like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat. Skull Parade. I'm just going to go ahead and throw out some free advice. Be wary of service workers, folks. If they're in your house, someone who's coming in to do something, always be wary. Pay attention to what they're doing. Don't leave these people alone in your house. Carl, can we agree on that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I am of the thinking that every room should have a camera in it. And not because you want to see people get undressed, but because you want to keep an eye on what they're up to in your house. Agreed. Cambria County, Pennsylvania. A local pest control worker has been charged after police say he was caught on camera urinating inside of a family's living room. He even made eye contact with the camera at one point because we watched this video. 67-year-old Robert Young, after he allegedly admitted to the incident, which police say was caught on the family's home surveillance camera, apparently April 24th, he was contacted to spray pesticides inside the residence. According to the affidavit, the apartment complex manager told investigators that they use Young's Pest Control Service for all of their jobs at this apartment complex. Oh, good. Yeah. So this guy has got, probably got a key to everybody's place. Yep. That's the way that shit works. Now, police say tenants were not home at the time of the incident, but the family told uh, Six News that they only had one tenant left that had an apartment that was left in the apartment the day of the incident, and they were upstairs sleeping. So there's one person home. This guy is in the living room. He puts down this pesticide container. He looks around, walks towards the couch, at which point he whips it out. It starts peeing all over the couch. Now, the good news is that they can now list this apartment as having 2.5 bathrooms. And that's a selling point. It is. This guy actually did them a favor and it's pest free. <laughs> well, I don't know about that because the reason why they even checked the footage is they saw a spider the next day. And they're like, did we just have a guy in here for this? What the fuck? Like, if you're going to pee all over somebody's house, at least also get rid of the spiders. The only defense here is uh, bugs don't like my pee. Right, which is probably true. You told me to come in and spray. I did. I sprayed. Well, he also menaced the cat. He was quite menacing to the cat. And he also yep. peed on the cat, yep. which, as a person who does love cats, is kind of funny. Have you ever accidentally peed on a cat? I have not, but that's kind of funny. I peed on my cat once. Did you really? Yeah. How'd you pull that off? Did it, like, jump like up and out of the toilet or something kind of sorta yeah i was in the bathroom kind of sorta yeah where were you peeing i was standing over the toilet peed 
the way you normally would. Mm -hmm. And our cat Miles walked in and for some reason stuck his head between my legs <laughs> and was doing that dumb thing yep. where he was just rubbing his head on my leg. And I was like, what the fuck? Not a good time. And, uh, you know, I moved a little bit. And when I moved, he definitely got a little got a little blast because he did that cat reaction where he just fucking ran out of the room, freaked out. So let me ask you this. Did you laugh? Oh, my God. Yeah. See, I told you, peeing on a cat's kind of funny. Did I tell Jessica? No. no. <laughs> Definitely no. not. Because you know that she's snuggling with that cat five minutes later. Miles, you smell <laughs> like <laughs> pesticide. <laughs> so when the police questioned this guy, he goes, yeah, I messed up. I was having a bad day. Vinny, I've had bad days before. And never once did I think the solution to this is to pee in some stranger's living room. Yeah, this is definitely he's being. This is definitely a crazy one. He's being charged with criminal mischief and disorderly conduct. I mean, he walked around the room and peed in a lot of different places. It wasn't just like a a one thing. He was like going out like a little spree. Like he was like singing in the rain. Like he was like doing a little tap dance at one point. Well, this is what I'm thinking. He's having a good time. This is what I'm thinking, Benny. I'm thinking this guy was Chad Zumach level drunk, because I can't think of any other reason why he just whip it out and start peeing all over the place. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's me. what I think. All right, let's move on to Tennessee. A lot of people have tweeted us this story. Yep. They have sent us a story, and I actually considered this guy to be my creep today. Okay. I considered it for a minute. Isn't it funny that we are creeps rage as much as they do, considering you brought in cannibals who were selling people meat pies to locals yeah. and then murdered 30 people, yeah. and you're like, or this creep from this hotel in Nashville. Yeah, let's talk about him. Yeah. Uh, I love the headline for this. Toe to Lee Gross. Ugh, it's terrible. An EV Don't manager. Encourage that. What's that? Don't encourage that. It's as a terrible pun. An evening manager of a Tennessee hotel was arrested after he snuck into a man's room and sucked out his toes. David Neal, who's 52 years old, he's the manager of the Fourth Avenue South Hilton Hotel in Nashville, allegedly crept into a male's guest room while he was asleep on March 30th and got intimate with his feet. So, Vinny, here's my take on this. This guy. When he was checking in, was probably showing his toes off. Probably had his flip-flops on to let everybody know how hot his toes are. Uh -huh. What did he expect to have happen? Of course, someone's going to come in and start sucking on those toes of yours. Maybe it was just a service. Maybe he thought his toes looked dirty and he was cleaning them for him. Or that. Don't wear flip-flops when you check in, people. Well, this guy have to say it. This guy does not have a good story here. Oh, He made a key card to get into the room. So, number one, that's a problem. Number two, he does this about 5 a.m. The man says he woke up with Neil's mouth around his toes. How did he think that was going to go? Did he think the guy was going to be like, wow, you, you suck a mean toe. You want to suck my cock now? I think that's what he was hoping. I, don't, I think so. I doubt that's ever going to happen. This guy had his fingers crossed and a foot in his mouth. <laughs> he was just, holy shit. This guy really was optimistic. Yeah. He really had to think this was going somewhere. But apparently the man was absolutely appalled, and this guy's lucky he still has teeth in his head. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's uh, that's a hell of a wake-up call. And the guy says he immediately recognized Neil as one of the hotel employees because he came up to his room the day before to fix his TV. Now, again, I said he didn't have a good story. Mm -hmm. Here's what he told the cops. Okay. He said, I did enter the room, but the only reason I entered the room is because I smelled smoke and wanted to make sure... The guest was okay. 
And then you sucked out his toe, sir. <laughs> that <he> was, <laughs> okay. What's the reason for that part of it, sir? Well, uh, you didn't think this went all the way through. Your little excuse, did you? No, he did. He goes, well, I walked into the room, yeah. and I tripped, yeah. and I fell, right and his foot landed directly in my mouth. Yeah. Whoa. There was a banana peel, and I slipped out I that. fucking Whoa. Bob sagged it forward. <laughs> <laughs> Just landed with his foot right in my mouth. Goddamn. Uh, this story's so bad. Police said Neil never reported smelling smoke to security. There are no other reports of guests or staff smelling smoke yeah, in the no hotel. Shit. Yeah, we know. We, we know that's a story. The guy just wanted to suck out some tootsies. We I find it. it funny that the cops even entertained it. It's like, you said you smelled smoke? Yeah. Did you tell security they smelled smoke? No. Did anybody complain that they smelled smoke? No. Wouldn't Please. you see the smoke coming out from underneath the door if there was smoke? How did you get in? Where's the room key? I threw it out. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I won't be needing this one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's not into it. And he's being charged with aggravated burglary and assault. Good. All right. He should be charged with a pepper, too. A papa or something. Hey, uh, Dela. Gosh, I got to give Dela. He's he's all over the place today. Yay, super chats. He says, Vinny pees on cats. Refund me to at Mike Morse. Yeah, right. You know, folks, I don't do it on purpose. Underneath that, Daniel Christensen points out that Who Are These Podcasts is ranked 666 among all Patreon creators. 666 that is uh very impressive and exciting for us that's about correct 100 <laughs> percent correct now let's talk about a gentleman named jack r blank in illinois he originally he allegedly was caught having sexual intercourse with a horse carl okay now obtained by a copy of a probable cause affidavit obtained by a news division Several deputies with the Adams County Sheriff's Office made the discovery just after midnight on Friday when on patrol uh, outside of Peoria, Peoria, Illinois. Several deputies were reportedly conducting stationary patrols at about one in the morning near a farm. And they came across this guy blank having intercourse with the horse while he was standing on a five gallon bucket and feeding apples to the animal simultaneously performing coitus. Hey, just a reminder to everyone, what this guy was doing is now legal in Spain. Just a quick reminder. Spain just legalized this. Legalize it. During, the outlet further reported that during his first appearance in court Friday, uh, the judge expressly stated that Blank stands accused of having placed his penis inside the vagina of a horse. Yes. So The, the judge made sure to go, this guy put his penis inside of a horse. Is that what we're saying today? Well, at least it was a female horse, so it's not that gross. Yeah. Now, I like my uh, bestiality to be straight. This guy, he has a whole fucking, he's on disability. He's a mess. $700 of his $1,000 a month goes towards rent. He's begging for mercy from the court. Yeah. And uh, the judge sided with prosecutors. He's got a $2,000 bond, and uh, he's still in detention right now as we speak. And he's going to be represented by a public defender. So this guy's just going to be sitting in jail for a while. Did you mention? Explaining to the boys. Did you mention this wasn't the first time? Oh, yeah. He admitted to doing it 10 times. Yeah. So this wasn't like a random hookup. These two are dating. Yes. Let's keep that in mind. And that whole thing where they're like on patrol in this farm at 1 a.m. All sounds very fishy to me. I think they were on to this guy. I, 
Maybe. I think maybe they knew that it was going on. But is there anything hotter than forbidden love, Vinny? Yeah. I ask you that. Not a thing. It reminds me of Romeo and Julia or the West Side Story. How do you sell this in jail? Romeo and Juliet. What am I talking about? Julia. Say it again. How do you sell this when you're in lockup? What are you in for? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean. I was dating this girl. She was really hot to trot, if you know what I mean. Well, and, you, uh, you can also point to Matthew Broderick and see, I'm, I'm not the only one fucking horses around here. What's the problem? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I thought I was at the Sex of the City convention. Yeah, right. <laughs> Those celebrities don't look the same when you see them in person. I was just feeding her an apple. <laughs> All right, Carl, let's go to Egypt, shall we? Yeah. According to authorities in Egypt, a woman named Hana, she's 29 years old, murdered her own child with a machete before cooking his remains for food. Because she wanted to stay with him to stay with her forever. I remember when we first started this show, a story like this, I'd be like, what? This is insane. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, this again. Okay. And you want to know something interesting, Carl? Uh, officers brought her into custody after the boy's uncle was left horrified at the discovery of little Yusef's body parts dumped into buckets. That's the second time we've done a story about a kid getting thrown in a dead kid thrown in a bucket this week. Correct. And, and by the way, this, the photo of this little boy in the story is very appropriate. This kid looks extremely nervous in this photo. Like, he knows mom's up to no good. She said it took her four blows with the axe to get the kid's head off. She allegedly cooked his head and other parts of his flesh in boiling water on the stove before eating them. She and the victim, Yusef, have been living alone after a separation from her husband, who insists that she knew exactly what she was doing. She claimed that she was crazy, didn't know what happened. Yeah. By, by the way, when she says she's mentally ill, prove it. Oh, wait, no, okay, no, you actually did just prove it. No, you're right. Yeah, I'll give and that so one to you. her whole thing is I ate the child so that he would stay because the husband left her. Yeah, if she wanted to get back at the father, and guess what? She wins this round. Yeah, Remember Jen, this? the cleaning lady, just walked in here all loud because she thinks she's allowed to. No, out, broadcasting live, get out. We're running late today. That's what, what happens. We love you, Jen. We're running late. Vinny. All right. <laughs> can you believe how tough we have it, folks? We have to kick out the cleaning person out of our studio. And it's such a mess in show. Here. Yeah. Uh, I love Jen. So this whole thing is disgusting. She ate her own child's head. Claims insanity. The family's going, she's not insane. She just did it. Why? Because she's clearly insane. She's clearly insane. Yeah. Um, Vinny Dela again. Another $2. Sorry, Vinny. I peed on my cat. It was fun. Keep the money. All right. Thank you. I will. Truth comes out. Thanks for the two bucks. I'll be honest with you. I pissed on a cat once. All right. Is it time for me to spin the wheel? Will you put up the consequences? I'm going to walk over there, but read the consequences. Well, stay right there for a second. Let's go over these for everybody. Oh, man. Are you bummed out? Did you have to spin this now? This is, I've been waiting for this all day. Don't be a sour sport. All right, but we're running long and people are getting bored of all this wheel spinning and all right. Nobody's ever bored of that. That's the everybody's favorite part. I know. God damn all right. it. Number one on the board, winner's choice. Number two, stand-up set written by Cardiff Electric. And I want to point out that Vinny hosts this thing called the funniest person. I don't host it. Oh, I thought you did. Nope. I thought you put it on. I do, but I don't host it. Oh, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, comment to Carlson's funniest person in Rochester contest. Carl, if he gets this, will enter and do a set written by Cardiff, hopefully in front of a good couple hundred people. Yeah, so I will ruin my reputation if it hasn't been ruined already. But I'm sorry, when I meant host, I meant like you are you put it on. Yeah. The Rochester's Funniest Person contest. The club does. 
Yeah. Uh, murder and makeup video. You have yeah. to do a uh, Bailey Sarian style video where actually, you put on makeup and talk about a true crime. That could actually be um, the ICP thing. I could put on uh, two dope makeup and uh, talk true. No, nope, that's way too cool. Yeah, I okay. think you have to go full <laughs> drag queen. Uh, knife edge chops from our buddy Colin Delaney. That's and by sad, the way, huh? shout out to Colin. Just got married last weekend. Congratulations, oh, Colin congratulations. And Julia. Two hour song marathon. That one doesn't seem fun. Nope. The little Carl consequence. Jesus. I'm surprised it isn't all little Carl consequences. Where Carl and Lil Wiki have to walk around together. You want to have in public for a week, and Carl has to go talk to people with the Ewok. That'll be cute. Hundred dollars to podcast hitman. Right. And number eight. I left it on past the spin. Yes, number eight's amazing. Okay. Number eight is where the things that you are all excited about get flipped around, and now you are the one spinning. All right. Well, folks. Carl, do you want to come on in here and do this? Yes. All right, folks, here he comes. He's coming around. Okay. Carl, you might as well take Wicket with you. Oh, is it really? It is. <laughs> oh, come on. Little Carl consequence. <laughs> Little Carl's coming around town. Let's all celebrate together. I was really, really hoping for number eight. I was trying to get eight. I We're so happy. I stink at this. Oh, uh, little Carl consequence, everybody. Well, here I am, me and Wicket, just like old times, back together, reunited, and it feels so good. Yep. So we're going to have to get some footage of you around town with uh, Wiki. You know what? This isn't even Wicked. It just says Ewok. This is a generic. It's Star Wars branded. It is. <laughs> generic Ewok. St Stupid. Maybe I'll call him Slurp Slurp. That's your nickname. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Actually, I would like it if you called him Slurp Slurp to people. Then they'd have to wonder what the fuck was up with you. <laughs> I think either way, they're going to think I'm a little bit nuts. All right. Little Carl Consequence it is, folks. We'll be back on Wednesday with a brand new bonus episode for all of you bonus content subscribers. This one is not a freebie behind the paywall. So join us on Patreon, Supercast, or Back.Buy. Hope to see you there. Carl, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. It's the creeper.